Hello everybody, and it's time to talk again, again about gaming on Wednesdays, or as I, I like to call it, midweek thoughts. First off, before we begin, thank everyone for all the support uh, that the podcasting area has been getting recently. I've definitely noticed uh, the uptick is super, super appreciated here at the Legacy Cast, and I just want to say thank you, thank you so much. Um, it means a lot, and... It's definitely being noticed. Uh, there is better quality gear coming in soon. Uh, PC-wise, I'm good uh, to run this, but I definitely want to get something uh, better in the quality of mics, which is going to be in the works soon. Uh, I've been thinking uh, from upgrading from my Blue Snowball to something along the lines of a uh, Hyper Quadcast. Uh, my friend Connor just got one. Uh, who has? Who, he's a member of the Legacy Group, but he hasn't been on the podcasting yet. He'll be in a couple of gaming videos soon on the Fast Fire Guy uh, 1234 YouTube channel, soon to be renamed uh, uh, Legacy Broadcast, once we get the uh, art in. And he just got one. He said uh, he said if he thinks it's really good, and uh, his girlfriend, who's on the other end of the calls, also thinks it sounds superb. So I just wanted to let everyone know about that. Anyways, uh, today we are going to talk about the upcoming gaming price war. <laughs> happens every time there's new releases, and how it's about to confront immense on two fronts this year. Both video games and video game technology are both going to be at war, so I have decided to name this season The Battle for Your Wallet, because oh god, this Broketober, well, Broketober, more like broke holiday season where they try to take all of your money, it's going to be a fierce battleground for your wallet, especially with, um, people struggling for money, uh, there's definitely been some price drops and price hikes that are going to decide who wins the price war. But as always, before we begin, we want everyone to know that here at the Legacy Cast, we are all a bunch of idiots. Uh, these takes are our personal opinions, however, that does not excuse us from scrutiny. If you have problems with how, the way we run this or think of ways that um, we can do this better, Please uh, let us know. I would I love to hear feedback. Um, if you want to send me feedback, um, you can send it to my uh, business email, which is jacobj123 at comcast.net, or you can send it in a comment on the Fast Fire Guy YouTube channel. Love to hear feedback. Uh, this podcast will include, but it's not limited to, swearing, sexually explicit content, hot and cold takes a light, and even more swearing. Alright, let's get into it. First, let's talk about the upcoming video game price war that is about to commence. This battlefield has been drawn. If you do not know, the next-gen consoles are about to come out this holiday season. They might be delayed due to COVID and um, having restrictions, but overall it seems like you know they're effectively going to come out this holiday season around November, December-ish. You know, provide you know, and with these new consoles comes game companies wanting to test the waters to see what people are going to be willing to tolerate. Um, we kind of discussed this in the 2K video and the EA video, where they've been you know trying to see how aggressive they can get with their microtransactions. Well, guess what? They're about to do something very, 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 very bad. And that's not just them; it's also another developer, Activision's jumping out onto this for the new Call of Duty, where um, while the next-gen consoles are become are becoming priced for a performance closer to the PC, which we're going to get into in the uh, later price war, which we're going to get into the second part of this video. Um, the AAA industry is going to test the waters with NBA 2K21, 
21, Madden 21, with the FIEA, and Activision's um, Call of Duty Cold War. Uh, will be coming at a new price point. That's right, this feared day, which we all knew was coming at some point. New games are coming with a new AAA price tag, $70. Uh-oh. Oh my god. The day finally come where the leaders of the industry will try to take even more money from our wallets on top of what they already take from us. Out of all the games that would charge these prices, we are going to get these two sports games charging $70 up front. And guess what? There's also going to be the other microtransactions for Ultimate Team and the NBA stuff where if you didn't know when I got into the video, I broke it down for 2K. If you want to be competitive, you're going to have to spend an extra 50 to $60 in order to get your 2K player up to up to snuff. And I'm pretty sure it's about the same price for the Ultimate Team to, uh, for both systems, which means you're now you're going to have to pay $120 your hard-earned money. 2K and Madden, well, 2K more specifically, to get the full experience for the Ultimate Team systems, because no one, you know, the single player stuff. While I think it's better in 2K than it is in Madden, that I probably still haven't updated it in, you know, how many years now? It's the same thing year after year. Maybe slight graphical tweaks, maybe slight story tweaks. It's this. They're now charging you seventy dollars, which sucks. And let's not even get into. Let's get into this. Not only are they going to charge you seventy dollars for it, they're going to charge you seventy dollars for the worst rated game, user reviewed on Metacritic. I'm not kidding. Madden 21 is a user review score on Metacritic of 0.2. The PS4 version, as the making of this podcast, which is the day before it comes out, as I always do, or I try to do it. That means. Not only are they giving us the worst reviewed Madden game of time, they're going to charge you the most they have ever charged to get the just plain starting edition for the next-gen consoles. And you wonder why I don't like the AAA business practices as a whole. Because Activision with Call of Duty, Madden with, Madden with uh, football and their other sports games, and NBA 2K. They're not going to be charging you $70 on top of the microtransactions you're likely to be spending in their games. This is egregious. It needs to stop. You do not have the right to give us mediocre games, charge us even more money than they would cost the year before, and act like it's okay. And hide behind, oh, well, it takes more development time, or oh, uh, all of this, you know, takes harder work. Look, we are consumers. You need to find a way to get costs down to give us to get a decent experience. They're not giving us a decent experience, number one. And you have the audacity, the audacity to charge us more money. You three companies are disgusting. You need to be called out on it, and you need to change your practices now. Sorry, I'm getting a little serious here, but they need to do it now, because this is getting worse and worse and worse. Are you fucking kidding me, though, with this? It's, it's awful. I just... I can't understand the notion behind this. You would think 
after your first game on the new shiny flagship consoles, you would put your best foot forward. You charge $70, a new AAA price point. You think you would put your best foot forward. Yep, here they are again, putting the same game out as the year before. That's even worse rated than the game that was there the year before. You're charging us more for it. And luckily, people are starting to wake up, because that is why you see it at a 0.2 review score. People are angry. And they should be. They need to lose the license of exclusivity and let other companies back into the ring. More competition allows for better pricing for the consumer and better products overall because there's now more competition to you know try to get your money. They're, so they're going to put their best foot forward in order to have you go to them and not someone else. And we're going to get at that. And if you don't believe me on that, you're going to see why when we get down to the console war, why I included NVIDIA in this year's, in for this one. Now, you're probably wondering after talking about that little sidetrack of a rant, how this is going to lead to the price war. Well, here's, here's what's happening. One of the most anticipated games of the year, Cyberpunk 2077, which is by the AAA developer, CD Projekt Red, will not only Keep the price $60 for both the Xbox uh, Series X, Series S version, and the and the PS5 version, and also on the Xbox. God, there's so many X's and the Xbox, um, and the Xbox X, and Xbox One, and PS4. It's going to be $60 across the board, one edition. Not only are they going to be doing that for for both. Not just one, like some of the other companies are trying to slip in for both their new console versions and the current gen. They will give you a full free upgrade if you buy the game on current gen when the game comes out for both of the new next gen consoles. That's right. So if you buy the game for PS4 and Xbox One X or Xbox One, if you decide to buy, you know, this Christmas, do you know to upgrade your console? the Xbox Series X, Series S, or the PS5, you get a free upgrade. People are going to take notice of this. People, you know, when it people struggling for money, this you know coming season, they're not going to buy the same game over and over and over the next year. You know, not a lot of people are probably not going to get the next Madden or the next 2K for their console. If they know they can get effectively two games for the price of one, because you'll have it on your old system and you'll have it on the new upgraded system, I think the money is going to be going towards Cyberpunk 2077. If Cyberpunk sells really, really, really well, other developers are going to notice this in the industry. And they're going to try to underball 2K, Activision, and, and EA. They're going to try to underball, underball them. And they will try to fight the industry standard of $70 by, going, by sticking with $60 as the as it goes forward. This is going to be a huge battleground this coming year, this holiday season, and next holiday season. It's going to be a huge battleground to see what happens with the industry standard of becoming $70, or will it stay $60 after these things bomb? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I, for one, am very, I, for one, am going to be watching. 
infinite, and we probably will have podcasts about it, uh, talking about everything. This is going to be a fun year. Speaking of the new consoles, uh, for the first time, it's a three-way battle. I know, not in a, guess what? It's not Nintendo. It is between Sony, Microsoft, and surprisingly, Nvidia. The releases coming out from this cat from this category are the new Sony flagship PS5, the new Microsoft Series X and Series S, and the new 30 series graphics cards, which are coming out with a surprising price point. This is very exciting for where the industry is going tech-wise. And if the performance is to be to be believed, it's gonna make some people a little angry who bought the 2080s, and we're gonna get into that in a minute. But before we get off to this part of the video, it's time for our first sponsor, which is our which is our very very favorite friend, the follow and share buttons. Uh, here at the Legacy Cast, we love your support. Um, I've been noticing it getting an update recently, and even before that, I just even myself talking with my friend Wyatt in the background, I always love seeing you know where these views are coming from and. Um, who's, you know, what, what's the demographic? I love seeing more people coming in and listening to this cast. And it's definitely being noticed. And please, please share if you want others to enjoy. And, you know, share in this podcast with us. It'll only make me continue to work harder and harder and put more into this podcast as time goes on. And I want to say thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me here, and it means the world to the rest of the Legacy cast. Uh, once we get to that point, um, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you so much. All right, back on topic. This is where the big talk companies battle it out every so often. Samurai style, effectively, for their honor, who will win the next tech upgrade for the for the next tuck jump? So, the first are the new consoles that led their price going in. Um is actually going to shove the rumors of a price hike down the gutter is the Xbox Series S. Microsoft seems to be playing a little bit of the marketing game, which we're going to get into in a second. Oh, sort of. They released their Xbox Series S, which is going to be a slightly um, less powerful, um, which is going to be able to play uh, 1440, and it's going to be discless for $300. You know they're selling this at a loss. But the stats they're showing uh, this thing having, which I'm actually going to pull up in a second. Um, uh, just hold on one second. I'll pull up what this thing is capable of for $300. So you're probably wondering, what is this thing uh, capable of? Well, it's got an AMD CPU and GPU at, with a 512 gigabyte SSD. Its key features are 1440p gaming at 120 FPS. Uh, that's their upper limit, I believe. Ray tracing, all and it's an all digital console. It's also got a variable refresh rate, 4K upscaling, and media playback. I think it also is able to do the streaming, which um, Xbox, you know, and PlayStation can kind of do straight from the console in, I believe, 1440p, maybe 4K, but it's going to cost only 2.99. So you're getting next gen performance for only. 99. I honestly think this should scare the shit out of Sony. 
um, because they need to now give insight into their price of the Sony PS5. And I know Sony PS5 is coming with a discless and a disc version, which they have the same performance-wise, just one is discless, one is not. And if they are not, if they are above $500, which is the rumored price tag for the Xbox Series X, they could lose the console war, especially right now where people are struggling for money. Think about it, for just, you know, someone who buys a couple games a year, $300 to have the next-gen kind of, you know, next-gen kind of specs, you know, the person that maybe buys a FIFA game every year, or, you know, a couple of the sports games, and maybe, like, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out, you know, someone who buys that, you know, every so often, and is not, you know, the person who has a whole library. $299 is an extremely good price point, and they better offer a good price alternative because if not they could lose the market share that microsoft lost during the original battle between the xbox one and the ps4 which microsoft took a beating and they lost that console war they absolutely got their ass kicked and lost a lot of their market share all microsoft has to do right now is not fuck it up because they've effectively made a budget 1440p gaming console they're selling it probably at a loss, but what Microsoft is also doing, and this I think, you know, because of COVID going on, people not having as much money, which I think is a beautiful thing. I think they should, I think this, they, they tried to do this before, but right now is a really good time to do it. Um, Xbox is doing a thing called Xbox All Access, and you can get this $299 um console for just $25 a month for Xbox All Access. This is Microsoft's subscription style system that lets you use a console without having to buy it outright. And it also gives you access to Xbox Game Pass and Ultimate, which gives you Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live. So $25 a month. Get your console. And you know until you pay it off. And I believe there's no interest in it. I think that's what they said. I don't want to don't quote me on that. $25 a month to finance this thing during these hard times. You get Xbox, you get Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live, and a next-gen entry-level console. And I believe they said it's rumored that the Series X will do $35. So you'll get the you know, flagship of the fleet for just $35 a month. Uh, same thing with Game Pass and Live, which is uh, which is really, really interesting. If you're wondering when it's going to launch, it's going to be November 10th. Um, it's funny how this uh, how, how this came out. Apparently someone, you know, one of the people who, um, someone leaked out information and people were starting to meme the hell out of it because it looks like a washing machine. Some people think it looks like a camp burner or a speaker. And so Xbox, you know, finally, like just middle of the day was just like, fine, you know what? We're just going to put out our full video. And they did. And that's how we found out about the Xbox Series X, uh, S release. Which is probably the worst kept secret. But this one is going to... Uh, it's There's rumors that the Xbox Series X is also going to be acting like a dedicated streaming box for Microsoft Project xCloud game streaming service, while xCloud is currently being in beta form. Uh, from what we've tried. So, uh, from what people have been trying so far, it seems to be syncing up with games on both Xbox One and Windows 10 PCs. It's 
I'm guessing it's kind of like Stadia services. But it looks really, really, really nice. I think it's going to be very, very nice. Um, I'm looking forward to the Sony price release and the Series X reveal to see what comes with next gen. You know, just trying to see, you know, how this debate is going to keep going further, how it's going to develop, because this is going to be very, very interesting. With people not having that much money, Series S is probably going to be a very, very, very good option for a lot of people. And I think... I think there if... Now, my personal opinion on it, if Sony wants to capture the market with their discless version, they're going to have to price it at... Uh, they're going to have to price it under the Series X rumored price at $500. They're going to have to price it at probably $399. I think that's what they're going to have to... I think it's going to be $399 and then uh, $499 or $450 uh, for the one with the disc in. Um, I think that's where it's going to be if they wanted to play it smart. But, they, but we'll see. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm including NVIDIA into this. And this is going to be very interesting. NVIDIA sees where the performance are going with the new Xbox and the new um, PS5. You know, they probably got, you know, spies and probably know things conspiracy hats going on. No, we don't know NVIDIA is the company that is the leader in graphics card uh, technology. They seem to want to jump into a market and compete with consoles this time around with their new Ampere uh, cards, which are the uh, 30, which are the new 30 cards, the 3070, 3080, and 3090, which is their new second gen RTX uh, card series. Uh, last gen RTX 20 series, if you didn't know the prices, they came out not too awful long ago with the cards coming in at $320 for the 2060, uh, $430 for the 2060, $450 for the 2070, $510 for the 2080, $698 for the 2080, $750 for the 2080, $1,300 for the 2090. Now, with these prices, you're probably getting a little scared. Why am I, why the hell is this guy including, you know, this into the price war? Well, the 30 series cards have been interestingly priced at a shocking value. And the performance, if it is to be believed, is going to be scary. This might make everything else obsolete. Um, I saw a line of stake video and it's, ooh, this is going to be an interesting year. Now, the 3070. Is four ninety nine. The thirty eighty is six ninety nine, and the thirty ninety is fourteen ninety nine. Now with these prices, you're probably thinking, "Oh, the thirty seventy is going to be, you know, the slightly upgraded twenty seven cheaper. The thirty eighty is going to be comparable to a twenty eighty, and the thirty ninety is going to be an upgraded twenty nine. This is where the performance, if it performs as advertised and doesn't have a lot of problems is going to shock you, and this is where it's going to make people angry. The 3070, price at $500, $500 mind you, is 
equivalent, if not slightly more powerful than a 2080 Ti. You, you heard that right. Now this next gen series of cards is the lowest costing, lowest costing of the new series is on par, slash slightly more powerful than a card currently right now priced at $1,300. The release date for these cards, September for the 3080 and 3090 and October for the 3070. Now why are these dates? Well, they seem pretty close to the dates, you know, they seem a little bit earlier than uh, the console dates. It seems like, you know, NVIDIA seems like they've got a little competition. Uh, seems like a little bit of aggressive cost reduction for performance of prices directly aimed at sniping off people from buying the new consoles. Seems like NVIDIA is trying to steal away some of their customer base from Microsoft and Sony. Rumors also indicate the price drop low. Uh, from lower than expected sales from the 20 series cards. The 20 series didn't sell badly. They just didn't sell up, sell up to expected. So this is going to be an interesting holiday season. And the reason I said that 2080 people are going to be great is um, they paid not too awful long ago $756 for like a 2080 Super. And the next 3070 is going to be $500. Which if you're is you know they've paid thirteen hundred dollars for a twenty eighty Ti, which my friend Connor uh, just did building his PC. Uh, the thirty seventy is rumored to be more powerful than a twenty eighty Ti. If you're wondering where the thirty seventy sits, it's sitting at slightly more powerful than a twenty eighty Ti, but almost double the performance of a twenty seventy. It's going. Uh, it's huge. The last time a the bottom of a new card set beat. I think it's a, I think it's exclusively in the NVIDIA line, but the last time, thirty-seven, you know, like a card at the bottom, a thirty-seventy beat last gen's flagship, you know, their top-tier exclusive card. It was back in two thousand and four. I've actually been doing like PC builds and stuff because I want to upgrade my PC to something, you know, that's I can play next-gen games because I'm not really going to be buying console stuff anymore. I kind of want to go and focused on PC stuff. I think I, I'll enjoy it a little bit more. And it came out with a reasonably powerful build for $1,700. Which before, you know, for $1,700, you'd, you'd, you'd be with maybe a 2060-2070. Well, now I can get, you know, now I can invest a little bit more in other things. So I can get Intel Core i5 uh, 10 10600K, Corsair H100X, uh, CPU cooler, liquid cooler, video RTX 3070 Founders Edition, which is the release, you know, the one that's where I would have released. MSI Mother, you know, top of the line MSI Motherboard, 490 series, 16 gigs of DDDR4 3200, a gigahertz RAM. Uh, storage, a uh, terabyte SSD, uh, decent case, uh, 750 watt, 80 uh, watt power supply, 80 plus gold rated, and a gigabyte uh, 1440p, like 144 hertz monitor, and that's $1,700. So I can get PC that'll last me for years to go, you know, years to come. I won't have to pay a subscription service to get all the games. So, you know, I want to get Game Pass for the PC. 
and I'll only and I'll be able to have that for years and years to come. But I'm very much considering investing in that, as well as more equipment to do live streams in. So yeah, for seventeen hundred dollars, you can now get what was a mid. You can now get a top tier PC of what would be considered now a top tier PC. Now that's going to be available for the mid range. This is going to be a very, very aggressive Christmas season. I think it's going to be a very interesting holiday season for you. The battle for your wallet. They're definitely trying to get your money. Like they're definitely trying to undercut one another. And it is beautiful to see what competition does in the market. That's why I said earlier, if the this is what competition does. It incurs innovation to where they can make better performance, cheaper cost. NVIDIA wouldn't have done this if their 20 series didn't sell. If their 20 series sold a lot. 20 series didn't sell, so what do they decide to do? How are we going to get, you know, how are we going to get people in? Well, we need to make it more powerful, and we need to make it cost less. That's what they did. It's going to be very, very, very interesting. And with Zen 3 AMD cards coming up, ooh, that's going to be very beautiful. Imagine pairing a, a new, like, Zen 3, like, $400, $400 $500 um, CPU with 3070. Oh, think of the stuff you could run. Honestly, I think that PC would be good for five plus years, five ten years. Very, very interesting where the industry is going, and this is what competition does. That's why I support competition in the marketplace, and why I don't like the business practices of EA getting exclusive licenses from Star Wars and football games. You know, for the NFL, I think if we had competition, they would be forced to innovate or die out. With innovation, this industry is beautiful. The tech industry shows that every time new stuff comes out, they, they are forced to innovate because Intel with their 10 series, guess what? AMD was forced to do their Zen 3. More companies, or they're forced to innovate. That's why you see a billion different RAM companies. That is all for this episode of the Legacy Cast. If you if you enjoyed it, please uh, leave a follow just and subscribe or subscribe for more Legacy Cast content. Um, if you want to see gaming content, it'll be available on the Fast Fire Guy One Two Three Four YouTube channel, soon to be named Legacy Broadcast. Once we get the banner fixed, it's been delayed a little bit because they're all um, all my friends are at college right now, and that's why you see just me right now. Anyways, thank you all for listening and watching, and I hope to see you guys in the next Legacy Cast. Spend your money well this coming season.